In this episode of the Star Wars in Character podcast, we'd like to thank all the artists, bidders, supporters, and everyone that donated to the 2014 Artmore Project. For the second year in a row, the Artmore Project has crossed the $10,000 mark in our annual fundraiser benefiting Toys for Tots. The Star Wars in Character podcast and NewsAz.com thanks everyone again for their generosity and support and for all the help in continuing to make this event a phenomenal success. Merry Christmas, everybody! It's your old friend, Kaz. I know a lot of you missed me last year's special, and for some reason, these sweet guys didn't invite me this year either. But that's not gonna stop good old Kaz, and I have my own new song to share. It's got the Christmases and the singing with the reindeer and the man and the, and the red with the sack and oh, you're just gonna love it, don't you know? It goes a little something like this. Have a glass of eggnog, I mixed this one myself. Now drink up the whole glass, turn into Kaz's Elf. It looks like the eggnog is going to your head. Just come here and relax a bit and lie down on this bed. Oh, my eggnog, my eggnog, drink it till you blind. When it's dark and you're dizzy, I'll sneak up from me. All right, you. Out. Hey, Get now, out. wait a minute. I'm not done. Come on. I told you before. Get out of here. Come on. Go. All right. Sorry about that, folks. <clears throat> It's the Star Wars in Character Christmas Variety Spectacular. Starring the Star Wars in Character panelists, Chris, Matt, Dave, and Tim. And special guest stars, the Star Wars in Character podcast loyal listeners. And now, here are your hosts of the 2014 Star Wars in Character Christmas Variety Spectacular. Welcome to the Star Wars in Character Christmas Variety Spectacular, the 2014 special. I'm Matt, and joining me live in this recording are Chris and Tim. And Dave, unfortunately, could not make it this recording, but you're hardly going to believe that because we have songs and sketches and stories, and Dave has participated in all that. In fact, we have 11 new songs in this special and of those 11, six are Dave songs, so Dave will probably be heard more than the, the three of us in this. So, <laughs> Tim and Chris, happy holidays. Thank you for joining me for the spectacular this year. Happy holidays back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> for the past, uh, what has it been, three three years all together now, we've had a Christmas, some sort of holiday special. The very first one we did, which was, what was it, 2011 now at this point, we reviewed the Star Wars holiday special. That was our Christmas special. Then from there, we had started doing our own original Christmas specials. They were scripted. They had songs in them. We did that for the 2012 and 2013. This year, we're doing something a little different. We still have songs like I just mentioned. We got a couple of skits here, but we really want to involve our listeners and our Star Wars and character community that we have online and on Facebook, and we've asked them to or you people listening right now to share your star wars stories and we're gonna do the same so this is a little different than what we've done the past two years but 
it's uh, I think it's going to be a good change. It's a lot of fun. We still have, I think, all the things that people like to hear, particularly the songs. In fact, I think to start things off here, we'll play a song. And in fact, the songs have become so popular, you guys might not believe this, but this song is not only a duet between Dave and Christy, which they have wanted to do since last year for some reason. This was written by Christy herself. Oh, I know. Hey. So we'll get right into it. This is probably what everyone's trying to. T- uh, this is probably what everyone is downloading and tuning in for anyway, the song. So here is the first song in the special. It's called, I'm not even sure what it's called because it's got several different names in the stanza. We'll just call it the Dave and Christy Duet. Hey, Christy. Hiya, Dave. So, you know it's a special time of year. Christmas? No. Hanukkah? Nope. Kwanzaa? No. Even more special. The new Star Wars movie trailer posted. That means we're one step closer to the new movie. Dave. You know, I really don't keep up with that crap. Crap? We have an entire podcast about the lesser-known characters of the Star Wars universe, a podcast of which you do all the intros and outros, and you don't know Star Wars? I know it's a movie, I know some people were in it, and I know I can't watch it without Matt reciting all the dialogue along with it, so I just don't bother. But I need your help. With what? It's holiday song time again, and I need to put in a new song. I was hoping you could help me. Why me? Because you're the only girl, if you don't count Tim. Well, I can try and help, but I really don't know anything about Star Wars. The Star Wars trailer just came out now. And you're not excited, why not how? Don't you listen to the show? Not really, no, not really, no, not really, no. The last three are a bore I'll give ya But you could be good at Star Wars trivia If you watch them all in a row That would blow, that would blow, that would blow If you gave them another chance How much richer your life would be I'd rather poke my eyes with a lance Scrub the toilets of Tommy Lee with my tongue. I guess I just can't convince you, and there's nothing that I can argue, even if I put it to a song. You're not wrong, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Look, Dave, I respect the show. I just don't like the movies. Look, I'll do anything to help the show, so should we finish this song? Oh, Dave, you're still my buddy Even though I'm a Star Wars fuddy-duddy I'm not a fan, so can you let it go? I guess so, I guess so, I guess so Well, nothing like starting your special with your two strongest singers and then having us bozos follow up. (laughs) Big time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was good that was really good yeah. that was fun that is just part of the special the song oh, it's a large part of the special but the uh, idea behind the special which i think is a conversation tim started we we're trying to find something to do because we just ran out of time to do a scripted special just we december this whole last quarter has been so busy compared to the rest of the year we just we just didn't have the time but we wanted to do something and, and tim i think was the one who said uh, had the original idea of sharing our Christmas stories. Is that you remember that, Tim? Yeah, it was it was a while back and yeah, we were just trying to come up with something 
that uh, wasn't as involved as uh, as previous years. So yeah, we we've been doing we had done shows with voicemails and and people's emails and things. So our feedback show. So we just kind of put that out there as yeah, let's make this a uh, holiday themed feedback show. Yeah, basically. actually, that's a great way to. To explain it, and then we were going to throw our stories in there as well. And I'll actually start because my my Christmas story in the end it, it's born from Christmas, but it's not a direct Christmas story. But it's the only one I can really remember that's worth telling. So I'll tell it here briefly. So I don't remember how old I was, but it was the year that the snow speeder had come out because it revolves around the snow speeder. Like every other kid, and I got a feeling there's a real good chance our four stories will all start with, I was searching the house for my Christmas presents before Christmas. Uh Oh, (laughs) don't worry about it. This isn't the only one. And I had come across a a small stash in, I think it was the back of my mother's car. How I even got in it is beyond me. She must've left it unlocked. And, and in that little stash was a snow speeder. So I knew I was getting that. So, this was, let's, we'll say about a month before Christmas. Christmas came, time to open the gifts, I unwrapped everything, no snow speeder. But I knew, uh, it, was, I knew it was there somewhere. Right. So I went, well, you know, and I got opened the cars from the relatives, and my aunt gave me $5, my grandmother, or my one grandmother gave me 10 and and whatnot. You know, I ended up, maybe I got like $25 or something, and I was trying to play it cool, and I was like, I was like boy, with, boy, oh boy, with all this money, I know exactly what I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy that Imperial Snowspeeder, like trying to hint to my mother, you, got, you left a gift somewhere. She's wink, like, wink. Yeah, exactly. She's like, uh-huh. I'm like, yep, I sure would really like that Snowspeeder. She's like, yep, you sure would. I bet. Okay. And then I was doing this all day. No Snowspeeder. So then we had gone to my another grandparent's house that lived close by, and they had the presents for us and we're unwrapping them and lo and behold there's a snow speeder now not knowing at the time and still really not knowing for a little while yet my grandmother would give my parents the money to buy what i want and then bring it to their house and wrap it so that's why it was in the back of my mother's car so there is a snow speeder i didn't say anything my mother didn't really say anything but she remembered she definitely remembered because now fast forward years later just absolute years later we are talking 17, 18 years old, well past Star Wars Prime, well past the toys. My mother is doing like a, some kind of spring cleaning in the attic. She comes down. She throws, remember Hess's? You guys yeah. remember Hess's? I was oh, yeah. local department store first. She throws down the, the paper Hess's bag with the Hess's in red, blue, and green, and yellow printed all over it. It says here. I'm like, okay. I open it, and in the plastic wrap is a set of Stormtrooper pajamas. Way too small for me. (laughs) I'm like, why? And this is, she's giving this to me in like April. I'm like, what is this? She's like, remember that time you found your grandmother's Christmas presents? I was like, no. And well, (laughs) yeah, okay. She's like, she's, I had to find new hiding spots since then. And I forgot I hid this for you ever, however many years ago it was. So, oh my God. That is my, the only Christmas memory. That I thought had a, any kind of laugh or any kind of story merit to. So that is my story. That is that's a great because Hess's had had everything. They had a great toy. Um, they did a Hess's had selection. a killer toy toy department back. Yeah. Then. Oh yeah, and that's where I got my my Michael Jackson jacket. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The only thing I remember I, going to Hess's specifically for uh, for character wise was a Mork shirt. 
<laughs> oh my god. We used to I used to go to the Hesses with my brother with with BB guns and we used to play BB guns like in the in the in the clothing area, like shooting each other, hitting people, and that shit hurts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we used to play BB guns back in the day at Hesses, yeah. Hesses Hesses used to have a little tiny music department in it, I remember. Yes. <laughs> back in this is back in the day for, for those for those who are younger, this is back in the day where department stores literally had it. I mean, you could go into Sears. And yeah. they had a small music department. And Hess's, it was right there, right as you walked in the main door from the mall, straight back. It was right there. And I remember that's where I bought my first ever cassette that I that I spent my own money on. It was Cinderella's Night Songs. <laughs> I, I, and I, I and and then Cinderella turned out to be the first band I ever saw live. Oh, wow! <laughs> yay, Hess's. Yeah, yay, and, Hess's. And another uh, story that that goes along with you. I, uh, my parents did the same thing, similar. They lost a present that they had bought for <laughs> me. But since my birthday is is only a couple months later, it was like a G.I. Joe figure. I don't remember who it was. No, but, okay. but I remember my parents like giving me this, and it was wrapped in Christmas wrapping. And they explained, like, yeah, you were supposed to get this for Christmas last year. <laughs> like, uh. and, you know, it's funny. Now that you think about it, and I'm talking about it more, I actually kept those pajamas in the plastic, and they just kind of floated ra- around from drawer to drawer in my dresser and dresser. It's like she gave them to me. I was like, well, it's still Star Wars. I'm not going to wear them, but I want them. And they just would, I'd keep, whenever I'd run out of room, I'd say I put it in my t-shirt drawer and I'd have too many t-shirts that end up in my underwear drawer. I kept those for the longest time. And it would not surprise me to find them in a box in their, in their attic now. <laughs> I'm going to go look. I'll be back. I have to go to we'll Pennsylvania. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait for you. So along with our stories, we did get quite a few people sharing their stories. We had set up a recorder on our website where you could record directly from the computer, we set up a voicemail line. And of course you could always send us an email or, or a message through Facebook. So this first recording I have was sent through our website. It's from Cody Reynolds. Cody is someone we've known for a long time on, in the community. He's sent us emails and posted on Facebook. And now I think this might be the first time we heard his voice. I could be wrong. He could have certainly called in the feedback, but here is Cody's Christmas story. Hey guys, I'm Cody, a longtime listener from Dayton, Ohio. I first saw Star Wars in 1996 when I was six years old after being introduced to the film through the original Star Tours ride at Disney World. For nine years, until I was 16 years old, my parents would douse me in Star Wars toys, from the Darth Vader of the Power of the Force 2 line, all the way to the Darth Vader of the Episode 3 line. Every year at Christmas, I would look forward to nothing else but ripping open the Star Wars toys I knew that I would get. I didn't care much about getting anything else. The last few years worth of toys I never opened though. 16's a little old to be messing around with the toys. A couple years ago, inspired by our own Toys for Tots drive, I donated all of my unopened Star Wars items, numbering about 400, to charity, before Christmas, wanting to make a lot of six-year-olds as happy as I was when I was that age. And I sure hope I did. Thanks for listening, fellas, and keep up the good work. Oh, and leave Tim alone. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know what's funny is when he started saying, yes, um, I, I saw Star Wars uh, back in 1996. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, what? It's weird hearing that. It's weird hearing that that's the first time people have heard or saw Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think of that. Star Wars toys donated. That is actually really really awesome that is that, cool 
that's that's totally cool. I could never do it myself. But <laughs> you gave eleven hundred away last year. No, no, yeah, but they weren't my. my oh, okay. Tools. <laughs> <laughs> Those One of mine. Could have- I've I I remember um, donating yeah toy like I had I had a bunch of like like the micro machine not 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 like anything awesome but I had like little micro machine heads and things that I couldn't do anything with it didn't really care about I remember donating uh, you know maybe it was maybe like ten to fifteen packages of older Star Wars figures into in a Toys for Tots box but not four hundred that 400. is <laughs> that is above and beyond Cody thank you uh, from from us because yeah that's if if we inspired that i mean that that makes us feel really awesome it does it yeah that yes. was really cool to hear that's funny it's like that is the i love our mixed reactions that because when i first heard that i was like oh i heard <laughs> the inspired tim heard he gave away 400 unopened toys and chris here is 1996 <laughs> i love that we all had a different initial reaction to that <laughs> great job Cody. that just makes me a better person than you do yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> Thank you for uh, for ca- for calling and leave that message, Cody. Yep, Thank you. Absolutely. Well, Happy Christmas. <laughs> we'll turn to Facebook for our next one, and this is from another old friend, Eric Moore, who I spent a lot of time with this year in London. And he wrote real real quickly. He wrote, "Really don't wait, have- wait, wait, wait before you before you read it. Mm-hmm. Read it in a British accent. Oh no, no, I wouldn't insult Eric with my British accent. God bless me. Exactly, Christmas that's what you're like. Me and me and me wife got old old noggin to do boo at, at best, I sound like that Reginald Bottom Tooth character from Family Guy. I really don't have a post of her. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> He wrote in a British accent, but not read in a British accent. He wrote, really don't have a festive tale to tell. All I've got is a recreation of a hissy fit from a 15-year-old who wants to see Star Wars but can't because it's not out till Boxing Day in the UK and then only in London. And there's no way my folks are going to give me the money to go up there and see it. So I'm stuck with my Marvel Comics adaptations. Somehow, not exactly thrilling podcasting material. Well, still a good story, though. I mean, I I never considered until we started... Well, I, I say we, Dave started doing these interviews with people around the world that people were seeing the phenomenon of Star Wars and not getting to experience it themselves till much later in the year. And here, Eric, is we saw it, we, well, we experienced the phenomenon in the summer of 77. And well, Tim, yeah, you were alive. I was alive. It. Yeah, okay. It was, but well, you know what I'm saying. As much. The American uh, people over here saw it in 77 and, and, Here's Eric talking about waiting, watching this on the news and hearing who knows what about it and waiting a whole nother half year before even having the opportunity to see it. I actually just learned what Boxing Day meant okay. this, past, this past week. I think it was on a, some Kevin Smith podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something about bo- how Boxing Day means is, is they box in up presents. And that's why it's called Boxing Day. They, they box up like leftovers and small gifts and presents for... Uh, the less fortunate. So it's like yeah, you get your big. Everybody gets their big feast, and then the next day, the less fortunate uh, also get to partake in a uh, in in some festivities as well. I actually thought that that the Brits loved boxing. <laughs> they, like all years. Watch, they all watch Rocky the day after Christmas. <laughs> if I can do it, you can, you can do, do it. it. <laughs> everybody can change. Dies and dies. Boxing That's a great tradition, though. American Boxing Day, Rocky Marathon. Uh, I'm surprised like TBS or someone hasn't done that. Yeah, December 26th, Boxing Day. 
Crap Thunder. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I would too. I admit it. Okay, going to our voicemail line, we got another, actually, uh, I was going to say long-time listener, but he actually, in his message, he explains how long-time a listener is, so I'm going to let that go first before I say any more. Hey, this is Aaron calling in from Southern California in the mountains. I'm calling to say how much I love the show, and my favorite Christmas moment is when I won the first contest or sharing with you pictures of my Star Wars nativity. and uh, But I had to share the award with some dude who rubbed going out to Prince Leia. So, you guys are awesome. And Chris, movies. Yes! <laughs> so that's that. Aaron, he's talking about our first contest, which is like within the first 20 episodes that we did. That's a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, so God. he's been around for a while. And I know exactly who this is. You remember this? Do you know who this is? Guys? Uh, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> it's Alabama. No, no. This is no. the guy who uh, dresses up as Lando Caucasian. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's been around on Facebook for a while. I think he's one of our very first reviewers. If I'm assuming he's, his handle on iTunes is White Lando, he, that could be something else. I, I just associated with him. But, yeah, he's been around for a while. So, thank you, Aaron, for sticking in through all this oh, craziness. Stick it. Yeah, I know, right? Boobies. Stick it. Stick it. <laughs> stick it. That's a Christmas song idea right there. I'm that might be one of Dave's. Dave did so many songs this year. Yeah, he did. The one who loves his mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think mayonnaise isn't one of Dave's songs, and I'm not kidding. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Actually, let's get to that. Not to that song, but let's get to some songs here, because we got, a, like I said, that was just one. We got 10 more to go, and we got a commercial break. We have traditional commercial breaks to play, so we're going to let Dave sing us into a commercial, and when we come back, Dave will sing us out. So first up here is Dave's song, Christmas time on Cloud City. Among the clouds, it's Christmas time. Robots eating fruitcake and drinking wine. Princess Leia is in his bed. Puts a bouncy titties on his bald head. Will Row Hood runs in with the beer. Hello, what have we here? Tian Chyla is looking fine. Colt 45 works every time. Under mistletoe, it's time to please her. Incapacitate the like a carbon freezer. Find us in the galaxy from here to Mars. Gotta get my hands upon a twin cloud cars. Wanna get a look at her Sarlacc pit. Stealing panties like an old space pirate. It's time for Christmas dinner. Let's see what's shaking. Someone killed an nut and I smell bacon. Dinner's almost ready. It's time to eat. Oh, snap. Darth Vader's in my seat. Last time he was here, I wanted him gone. Pushing me around and torturing Han. I hit Vader in the face with a cup of eggnog. Push him from my seat. He can suck my Yule log. I'm the Scrooge of Cloud City. Mind your business or you'll get a beat down, even at Christmas. If anybody tries to come and steal my gas. Fa la 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 la, boss a cap in his ass. Kenner proudly presents Star Wars Electronic Battle Command, the computerized space battle game. Enemy scan on. I see you. Battle stations. Yeah. 
Red alert. Star Wars Electronic Battle Command has computer scanners, force units, invisible shields. Fire! Three levels of play, basic, intermediate, and advanced. Ah, my TIE Fighter's hit. Hey, Dad, let's play the basic game. You always get carried away. Star Wars Electronic Battle Command from Kenner. Not so fast. Hey, who said that? <gasps> Me, I'm Banner, the soft touch. You are soft. Is he yours? Yeah, but you can touch him. Please do. So fluffy. <laughs> really soft. I'll say. And look, I've earned the good housekeeping seal. Right up front with me, Banner. Ah, uh, you like me because I'm a soft touch. <laughs> Go ahead, touch. <laughs> now from a galaxy far away comes Kellogg's new Dakota game. In specially marked packs of Kellogg's Rice Bubbles and Corn Flakes, there's a Star Wars Return of the Jedi disc. Rub the silver spot, decode the name, like Luke Skywalker or evil Darth Vader. And you could be an instant winner or win a sweepstakes entry. Over 2,000 toll toys return of the Jedi prizes to be won. Kellogg's named Dakota game in packs of Kellogg's Corn Flakes and Rice Bubbles. May the Force make you an instant winner. Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess for hope. Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess for Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess for Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess for me. When I first saw you at four years old, of my emotions you had a hold. Oh how I wanted, oh how I want to kiss her, Carrie Fisher, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. And when I saw your lovely face and realized there are no bras in space and those step buttons they put me in my place. Dave couldn't be here because he passed out. Yeah, right. <laughs> he did that all in one breath. He said, the, "Yeah, he sent me in the recording. He's like, he's he mentioned several times how fast it was, and he did it like three times, maybe four. So, yeah, I don't know how he did that. So those, yeah, those songs were both Dave. They, the first was I think I introed it as uh, Christmas time on Cloud City, and that was Carrie Fisher, the only princess for me. And I just want to make a quick note saying, believe it or not." That Cloud City song is not the most offensive song you're going to hear tonight. <laughs> now, were you, say, were you saying something, Chris? I cut you off, or are you drowning in your own phlegm again? No, no. I was saying, Dave, I, I mean, Dave is a talented guy. He can write, sing, act. And he is really, really good. That's what I put that out there. Oh, okay. Tim, were you saying something before I go on? 
No, I just said tits. Oh, tits. That's that's fine. You can say that anytime <laughs> you want. That's fine. Okay, so going back to the what do we got now? We got another uh, computer recording sent in here. This one is from Marcus. So let's see what Marcus has to say about his Star Wars Christmas memory. Hello there, Chris, Dave, Matt, and Tim. This is Marcus from Nashville, Tennessee, and TK14057 of the 501st Legion. The Christmas present I remember the most and am most fond of is the uh, Kenner Rebel Transport. Uh, it was December 1980. Uh, I grew up in Germany and Star Wars, uh, The Empire Strikes Back just came out uh, two weeks, uh, two, yeah, two weeks prior to Christmas. So it was still very fresh in my memory, and my parents de- decided to uh, take me to a department store and let me choose a present uh, with a certain budget in mind. So I looked at the huge selection of ships and figures and, and playsets. And I decided to go for the Rebel Transport. Uh, I'm not sure what drew me uh, into deciding to pick that one, but it was probably the very recent memory of seeing them leave Hoth and uh, pass those Star Destroyers disabled by the Ion Cannon. Uh, yeah, or it might have been the packaging, it might have been the amount of figures it could hold, uh, I'm not sure, but it definitely was a very proud moment uh, walking out with the transport in my hand uh, out of the department store. So yeah, that was pretty much what I remember about that Christmas. Uh, that's about it. Otherwise, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and may the force be with you always. Was anyone else waiting for him to say Rosebud, or is it just me? <laughs> he sounded like Hans Gruber. He's like, I oh, oh that's a, yeah, actually, that's close. I was thinking Orson Welles and, and Marcus. I'm not making fun of you. Your voice is <laughs> awesome. Mine is whiny. I lo- your voice is as <laughs> cool as hell. I, I enjoy. I, I, yeah, I wish my voice had a little more richness to it, like that. So, but thank you for and that, Marcus. Marcus will be hosting Chris and I at Star Wars Celebration. Sorry, ladies. Marcus I gets dibs. if that was him. So that's cool. We right. we we like our TKs. Uh, I I can't think of a third. I was trying to think of a dirty <laughs> joke and I couldn't think of anything. I was thinking I'll come up with something, something about tits. <laughs> but no, yeah, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus is about to get the full Swick experience. Oh, Literally, Lord help him. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take one bed. It's we're we're I think we're sharing a double room. That that the one bed's going straight down the hallway, and <laughs> it's, it's just gonna be Chris and. I'm Marcus and I'm in the middle with the camera. I'll just slide them together. So you have more working room. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, see now that's why, <laughs> that's why Matt's the producer. <laughs> and that's why I'm not staying in that room. <laughs> Did you ever see like uh, Marcus's story when you walked into that store and saw all the toys? Did you ever see on Facebook? There's a web, there's a, a page that shows classic vintage uh, department store, Star Wars displays. Like from back in the 70s and 80s. I see a lot of people that probably share that. I, I don't see that page, but I know what you're talking about. Like, I, I wish I, I could go back in time and just stand there with my mouth agape and just look at all that shit again. You know, just like go, wow, don't open any of this. You know what I mean? You want to go back in time to look at it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. 
I'm going to break something back while I'm there. Okay, well, that makes it's, more sense. All right, okay. It's funny because it's like we you see those pictures of these these huge displays, and when you go into stores now, I'm wondering where are people getting their Star Wars toys because there are no Star Wars toys ever on the rack. There's like two pegs, and yep. that's it. I mostly. was and we're going to an event. Fr- I'm sorry, Saturday night, and it, they are taking the truck directly from there to Toys for Tots for the last roundup, and they actually they need the toys, so I was going to load up and take some pictures. I was going to load up on the Star Wars toys, take some pictures. And for the Artmore project and for us and say it's from us, but I, you're right, Tim. I can't. I mean, we bought some, but we not many. We ended up buying a bunch of little Lego packs and other stuff too, because there are no racks of Star Wars toys to be found right now. Yeah, I, I remember just a few years ago, you could walk in and it would just be like Star Wars to action. Well, I mean, Star Wars action figures. I mean, you can find. If you go to Toys R Us, you can find Star Wars toys, but like action figures, yeah, like that's. that's- and we're disappeared yeah trying to do what we always do is maximize a dollar and i mean i could have in your you're agreeing with you you say tim i could get a bunch of 60 70 dollar vehicles and play sets but i wanted the the 10, 10 and under stuff which are there's nothing basically yeah it's a it's weird i'm i'm hoping next year after <laughs> yeah. the movie comes out it's like it's different I, but i got a feeling yeah next year is going to be a little different it's going to be too much shit on the shelves next year yeah Never too much. Mm, yeah, well, that's <laughs> depends what you're buying if, for. If, if we have to choose between this year's crappy selection and what whatever they throw at us next year, I will take whatever they throw at us next year. I I, I think they will be tired of the BB-8 doll. I'm after already a while. tired of BB-8. Exactly. <laughs> they what they need to do. You remember those? Remember those rubber dolls that used to used to? It was almost like a schmoo that you would bounce on. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need to do that with that. That I mean that's a what, no-brainer. What is that called? That was like a oh, what is that called? Hop and go hop, or something. Something like that. Hop yeah, hop, something. Damn it. Yeah, what's that hop? But yeah, it, it was it was a big ball or like a bulbous ball with a little tiny ball on top that had like little handles on it. Yeah. If 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 they don't do that, we got some creative people out there. Eric, make one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you make that and somehow ship it to the United States, I will bounce, bounce the across. Fuck <laughs> I will, yeah, I, I will bounce. I will bounce across some landmark here in Nashville <laughs> on my little what do you call it? The little soccer droid, whatever they call that guy. Sit and bounce. Is it BB eighty eight or something? Sit and bounce. Sit and that's bounce. it. Sit and bounce. Yep. Yeah, you're right. That is a yes. no brainer. If someone sure does that, I will. I will I will bounce I will bounce to the country music hall of fame. Just make sure it's head turns so it can look at the camera. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like about it, to be honest with you. It's like don't look at the camera. Jar Jar does yeah. that. Yeah. And it winks. Wink. It's the Jimmy it Fallon of the sequel trilogy. Oh <laughs> no. Merry Christmas, Chris. Yeah. I think I think it'd be funny if if that turns out to be the Sith Lord. <laughs> That'd be I awesome. think Matt, Matt just spit up water. I did. I was water. <laughs> <laughs> Not phlegm like Chris. Well, we're going to find out one year ago or one, <laughs> one, one year ago, one, one year in the future. Or if they are listening to this in 2016, we found out a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Because this will be right. online for decades because I don't Light clean stuff up. And the dark ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I got. Let's go to another voicemail here, and then we'll get to another one of our stories. So we got a voicemail from a caller named Chris. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, fellas. This is uh, Chris Han Nandez. 
from Secaucus, New Jersey. I just want to share a Christmas story, a warm one. Um, my mother bought me the Millennium Falcon. I don't know how old I was, maybe five, six. And a few days later, I pissed her off pretty goddamn bad. And, uh, <laughs> she tried to break it on me. Oh. And she stepped on it with her heel. She threw it on the floor against the wall. Nothing. I, she didn't even jostle the little training ball inside of it. It was unbreakable. And all I could think is, you stupid bitch. Nobody <laughs> does that to the shit that did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. <laughs> but I enjoyed that toy for a very long time until I probably sold it or something. Something stupid. But <clears throat> when I think of Star Wars at Christmas, that's what I think of. With a smile on my face. <laughs> Thanks a lot for all the good podcasting. Later. <laughs> la 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 stupid that bitch. That guy, that guy is about as Jersey as you can get. He's like, even to his mom, you think you're better than me? <laughs> you stupid bitch. That's a Millennium Falcon. That was the best story ever. <laughs> and, and, and he's from Secaucus, too. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm Broadcast Plaza. I remember that with, uh, oh, shoot, what was that guy? Bob no, there was oh. a, he he hosted one of those back back in the late nineties when there were all those tabloid shows. Oh, okay. Uh, but but he he started out in on on a Secaucus, uh, the Channel Nine, which is what Howard Stern had his original TV show was on. Oh, okay. And, uh, and the, yeah, it, it, I just remember watching this morning show Nine Broadcast Plaza in the in the late eighties, early nineties. That was out of Secaucus. Well, cool. All right. Well, <laughs> next up in my list here, Tim, is your story. If you're ready to share. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't have, I don't really have like that, that huge star Wars Christmas story that a lot of people have when growing up, um, you know, my parents, I was, I was the third child and my older brother was really into sports. So I think my parents thought that I was going to be into sports. So those early, those early, uh, Christmases, like before, you know, 1979, 80, 81, even 82. I think my parents were trying to like, here, Tim, here's a bowling ball. I'm like, take this bowling ball and shove it up your ass. I don't <laughs> want this shit. Uh, they were trying to get me into sports. I'd get a baseball bat. I'd get a football. I'd get a soccer. They, they were, I think they were just trying to figure out what's going to work. And and I was like, I don't care about sports. Sports sucks. And um, But I remember I had my brother's Star Wars uh, storybook. Um, which I would, I would constantly like, read this. I want to read about this. And um, so I think, I think it was, it was like a year or two after empire strikes back came out is when I got my first star Wars toy, which was hammerhead at a picnic. And I was hooked from there. So I think it was at that point that I was like, I think around like Christmas 82 is when I, f- they started to get the clue. Like, Oh, he's, he's, he doesn't care about baseball. He wants to, he wants these, these, these little dolls. So, that's when I started getting those. I remember in Christmas '83 um, was the big year for me for for Star Wars. I mean, because I, I just remember opening package after, and I'm sure I, I've got pictures somewhere. I'll have to see if I can find any any pictures. I don't have a whole lot of pictures of my childhood anymore. My I think my sister has them, <clears throat> but um, it was just action figure after action figure after action figure, and uh, and my parents would always save the big toy for last. Um. And that that particular year, <clears throat> the big toy was an Ewok village. Um, my parents never bought me vehicles. Um, 
they they you know they we didn't have that much money to spend on toys, so they they bought the, the to buy the Ewok Village was a big deal because that was like the equivalent of like the Adat uh, back when Empire Strikes Back came out. I would assume that was my big big Christmas for for Star Wars. It was just you know hot and cold Star Wars action figures, Gamorrean guards and. Boba Fett's and all that kind of stuff was was popping out. So the two, but the that that was that was the big toy, and I remember that same year. I don't believe they ever put out a skiff guard toy during the original trilogy. I may be wrong on that, but there was a Sarlacc pit board game that had come out where you had the you had the the skiff over top of the Sarlacc, and uh, I th- even even more so than the than the Ewok Village. I think this was my favorite toy because I would use it. I would actually put my action figures on the skiff and knock them off into the little hole that was the Sarlacc pit. Um, after that, you know, Christmas is eighty four, eighty five. I think eighty four. I got a lot of Chris- Star Wars stuff like records and um, calendars and things of that sort. But that Christmas eighty three, just it was a cornucopia of Star Wars. Um, just the Ewok Village, which uh, and and the, some of those figures. I do still have actually a couple of those figures that I got that year. Like I have my Bib Fortuna that I can see right now, and I have a, a General Maydeen in a box in my closet right now, which are two figures that I got that year. So that was uh, here we are with thirty one years later, and uh, that's the Christmas that stands out. Oh, nice, nice, Timmy. That was I, that was probably my least. I I don't have a perfect recollection of every star wars christmas but i bet you that was probably my lightest because and i said this before on the show and a couple other recordings that once jedi once i walked out of jedi i was done not like i walked away going i'm done with this i was just like okay <laughs> it's it's done and it's over so i think my parents kind of went light on me that year so i've missed out right. probably a lot on 83 and i know i missed out on all the power of the force stuff tim are, are you sure it wasn't robin hood's um sherwood forest <laughs> no, that that was what nineteen ninety one or 90. okay, okay. Well, I would have been happy with those actually. I remember, <laughs> I remember when those when those came out. Uh, at that time, I re- I instantly recognized those are Star Wars. I did too. Uh, bullshit. You know what's funny? This is uh, of, of all freaking memories to have in nineteen ninety one. I remember vividly, and Merry Christmas. I was taking a shit, and <laughs> I think it was the Hesses ad. Actually, it was either Hesses or Kmart ad. <laughs> Was on was in the magazine pile next to the toilet, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be here a while." I started paging through, and right there on the toilet, in the middle of the shit, that's the Ewok Village. <laughs> <laughs> and your sphincter closed. That's why I finally let loose because I was so <laughs> rage. Rage popped out of both ends. <laughs> I'm glad I have that memory. There you go. No fucking idea what my anniversary is, but I remember that. I remember who was it, Friar Tuck or Little John? Yeah, Friar was Tuck. it a Gamorrean guard yep. with bald bearded guy's head instead? That those toys, I think some of those toys are actually more collectible than the actual Star Wars ones, just be, because they're because they were uh, somewhat of a rarity. Yeah, I don't know why, and I I had this discussion with Jeff and Taylor at Talking Toys. Why didn't they use Malakali for Friar Tuck? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's up with that? I guess they I guess they didn't want. Friar Tuck's nipples. Oh, okay. In. Yeah. Well, who does? <laughs> Poor Mike McShane. Right. Well, there's there's people out there that are in the bears. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's that is an old another story. Um, all right, let's get another <laughs> song here. Since Tim just did his story, we got Tim's. Tim kind of has a bit of a sketch and a song here, so we'll just we'll play it and let it speak for itself. So here is Tim's song for this year's spectacular. Princess, we have a visitor. We picked up something outside the base of Zone Twelve, moving east. It's metal. Then it couldn't be one of those creatures. Could be a speeder, one of ours. No. Wait, there's something very weak coming through. Sir, I am fluent in six million forms of communication. This signal is not used by the Alliance. It could be an Imperial code. It isn't friendly, whatever it is. Come on, Chewie, let's check it out. Mm. Ten roads, ten and eleven to station three eight. Came to search on hot It found Han and Chewie both Han took one shot at it And blew it all to shit. Excelsior. <laughs> well done, Tim. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite ones, Tim, so far. Is it? I love yeah. it. It is. I love that. I love how it was, it was all put together. Well, I did it short because I knew the concept was funnier than the actual <laughs> the actual uh, end product. But then Matt took it and added all that extra stuff on there and took what was just a one chuckle moment into something that I think is really funny. So thank you for taking my idea, Matt, and making it. Fantastic. Oh, no, I love doing that stuff. So, the, yeah, the idea was – I saw where you are going with the idea and, and just did what what I could with it. So I, I love doing that. So that was fun. And you were well-performed. That might be one of your best performances uh, singing-wise so far. I like it. Yeah, uh, it was really good. I had a second song I was going to do, and I just couldn't get, couldn't get it done in time. So I'm saving it for next year, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a song for the ladies. For oh, the ladies. Ooh. All right, we got another Facebook message from this one's from Anthony James, and he's one of the co-hosts of Scudder Cuttercast, who I've gotten to know online and and become somewhat friends with as well as well as you can with someone you haven't met before. Actually, I went over to England, never, never met Eric before, so I guess I could call Anthony my friend with no no issues. So my friend Anthony wrote in. Uh, it's difficult to pinpoint a specific happy childhood Christmas. Every Christmas I can remember from childhood meant new Kenner Star Wars toys, and I loved it every single year. They were my childhood full stop. The year I got the ad at, my brother got the Millennium Falcon was so amazing. My saddest memory was after my first child. We visited Toys R Us before Christmas, and I immediately headed to the Star Wars aisle, only to find it was gone. Not only were there was there no aisle, but there were no Star Wars toys. That really upset me. In recent years, one of my happiest Star Wars Christmas memories was being asked by Matt if I minded recording a few lines for your Christmas music extravaganza episode. It was only a couple of lines, but I was over the moon. It was short-lived, however, when Matt messaged me saying that the scene had been cut. 
However, when I did listen, I found that you I found the scene reinserted after the credits. Woohoo. I love the show and keep up the good work on all your Neo Zaz productions. And he also has a question for Chris that I am going to save for a oh! feedback because it has to do with Ula and the Frog thing, and that oh. is worth a discussion on a good on a regular episode. So, see, I'm not the only one out there. Thank you. Well, he has a question <laughs> for you, so I don't know if you want to say that or not. But I do want to thank, <laughs> okay. thank Anthony for that. Yes, I did. I, that was. Uh, we did cut that scene, but it was added at the end credits. So what he's talking about is played after the show's over and the credits are gone. And I felt so bad telling him that I cut that scene, but the episode, the, the special last year ended up being so long. Um, I think we, I, we had longer songs. We had a longer script and I just didn't want to keep, keep it too, too long. I didn't mind it being longer than last year, but I had to cut a couple things and that's not the only scene cut, but I, I felt terrible messaging him. And then it dawned on me that, wait, I could put this up to the credits. So I'm, I'm glad he, he was able to hear that. I, I don't remember if I told him ahead of time or not. I'm sure I must have, but yeah, that, that was, uh, that was too bad that, that, that got cut, but happy to put it back in. And that is not the only scene that was cut. There was another long scene. It was, it's very, and this is, here's the reason why this one got cut. It's very reminiscent of the Watto song from last year where he had multiple Star Wars characters singing. So didn't really advance the plot. So I took it out, but I have it now to play. I did have to recreate Ooh. it. I will say that all of us, it's actually us three. We all did a part. Chris had done the Darth, Darth Maul part. Tim had done the Emperor part and I had done the Count Dooku part. Dooku part. I've since archived those files, could not find them in the time, the short time I had to put this together, so I did recreate it a la the Chance Cube song, so I kind of did all the voices again. But this is how the scene was written, this is how it played out, and this is the last thing cut from last year's Christmas special. So after I play this, last year's Christmas special is finally complete, in full, there's nothing <laughs> else left to share from it. So here it is, the cut See the lost scene from the 2013 Christmas Spectacular. Okay, Dave, I've stayed here at the door for... I don't know how for how long. I know, I know. I'm really sorry about that. I'm more concerned about you missing your own party. Where have you been all this time? I've been here, around here, sort of. I've barely seen you all night. Now come, let's have some fun. I don't know. We should probably watch the door for just a little bit longer. No one's arrived for a while now. Let's go, come on! Yeah, Dave, go ahead. What? Go. I have an idea to take care of this. Just let me get this out. Whoa, what are you doing? Taking my phone out of my pocket. I got a favor I can call in. Oh, geez, sorry. I thought you were reaching for a gun or something. I don't keep a gun in my pocket. Sorry. It's right here in my belt. See? All right, all right. Who are you calling? I think I can arrange something to distract Tim. You just keep him busy for a few more minutes. He's probably right. No one else is on their way here now. Yeah, not unless they're dumb enough to walk through this snow. Would you two come on, hurry up! I find my cape is stuck on this bush, my lord. Just ditch the cape already, Dooku. Christ, you're not Batman, for God's sakes. Ugh. By the time we get there, the damn party'll be over. There's Maul. He's eating the yellow snow. Oh my God, Maul! Maul! Come on, let's go. At last, we'll sneak into the party. At last, we'll be out of the snow. You're goddamn right, we will. Come on, let's get moving. I fail to understand the hurry, my lord. Surely you can arrange a larger, more extravagant party. 
I really don't see the big deal. The big deal is I'm tired of Dave inviting all these goody-goodies to his party. Porkins, Watto, Rick, Oily, Ollie, Olay, whatever the hell that idiot's name is. Watto's kind of a bad guy. He got nicer in the second movie. No, he's not keeping us out this year. We'll just wait outside the house, and the second someone steps out the back door, bam, we're in. Ah, great, another fucking fence. All right, Duco, get over here and help me out. Allow me, my master. No, you idiot, you'll make too much noise. Hey! Nice going, asshole. What's going on out there? Quick, hide. We're wearing black robes in the white snow, dipshit. Where do you plan to hide? Come on now, get over here. Uh, uh, we're just passing through. We'll leave now, thanks. You ain't going anywhere until I find out what's going on. Is that right? What makes you think we're just not gonna walk right out of here? This? Now get over where I can see you. Shit. Come on, you two. Keep coming. Get in the light where I can see you. Well, now, what's going on here? Why y'all dressed up like that? Well, uh... You some sort of Christmas choir cowling group or something? We, sir, are a group of highly powerful and dangerous masters of the dark... Yeah, we're carolers. We were just checking out the area before we start, and I think we took the wrong turns. Sorry about that. We'll just get out of your way now and hold on, not so fast. I love Christmas carols. Why don't you give us a song and we'll forget about that big hole in the fence I see behind you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not really in uh, performance mode tonight. This is more of a uh, pre-production thing, uh, location scouting, really. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps I didn't make myself clear. I said... I love Christmas carols. Oh, you want us to sing? Oh, well, uh, of course, I mean, uh, we're Christmas carolers. My lord, I, I can't... Shut up. Well, yeah, a song, okay. I'll, uh, ah, I got one. Okay, you two idiots. Follow my lead and don't fuck this up. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a dark side new year. Once every year, I break my rule of two and take out my Sith to sing carols to you. Come try all this yellow snow now. Here, eat all this yellow snow now. Please try all this yellow snow now. I made it myself. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a dark side new year. At last we will once reveal ourselves again. At last we will finally have our revenge. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a dark side new Well now, that wasn't half bad. You guys are all right. Tell you what, my wife just baked a whole mess of cookies and we're about to get some hot chocolate going. Why don't you come on in and join us? No, really, we gotta be gone. Dooku, come on, we need to... Maul, Maul! At last, I'll have a fresh baked cookie. At last, I'll taste a snickerdoodle. 
Looks like you're outvoted there, friend. Come on in, would you? It's Christmas. Ah, what the hell? Sure, let's go in. The Star Wars and Character Christmas Spectacular will return after these messages. So, can't imagine why that got cut. (laughs) (laughs) Now what makes me crack up, I can hear this this part every day, was, was, was when he goes... I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I crack up. Just how you're saying it. Oh, made. You're laughing as you're saying it. I love that part. You're envisioning uh, Christopher Lee actually passing out cones of yellow snow to people. <laughs> I remember I remember recording the, because you had recorded me as the emperor, and I couldn't get the voice right, because you had, you, you, you liked the way I did the emperor on one of the episodes, and I couldn't replicate that voice, so I did it as, a version of Tony Danza. Because yep. <laughs> I was like, hey oh <laughs> And we were we were just gonna do something in the in the credits, like like nobody's gonna believe this emperor. We're like, well, just in the in the credits, just say and featuring Tony Danza as the emperor, and people will buy it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yep, yep, that was the plan. So and those recordings, <laughs> they still exist. I just did right after I did the uh, top ten special, I archived a bunch of stuff because I'm rapidly running out of room on the disc I work from and then I got to this and went, oh, crap. <laughs> and I was like, I just, I literally just packed it away. And if you saw my gear closet, you, it sounds stupid. Like, you can't just open a closet and get it. If you saw my gear closet, you would know what a task that would be. And I'm like, it'll actually be easier if I just record it. So I did it again. So, and which maybe, I, maybe I instantly, two, what's that? Maybe the 2015, we yeah. can see the lost, lost 2000. Yeah, in fact, it's, that's true. So this might not be it for the 2013 special. You may hear that original recording. So, and I instantly yeah, regretted lips. it when I got to the Darth Maul part because I like coughed after every line. That is that. So uh, that's my first contribution. I got another one coming up. I, that one, I, I actually, I enjoyed, I did not enjoy performing it, but I love mixing that stuff. So one day, one day we're probably going to, do some kind of full fledged parody with all the Star Wars characters. I think if I if I can ever get around to doing it, but that's another. Uh, I shouldn't even make these promises because people will ask about it from two years. I'm like, what was I thinking? Even saying that. So <laughs> anyway, Fourth of July special. Yeah. You guys about. <laughs> I did think I did want to do a summer special of like fixer sand surfing to like some grease music, <laughs> but that's I don't know if I'll do that. Anyway, so that actually was going to lead into a commercial break. So here, I'll, I'll start the commercial break now. We come, we'll be, be led back in by yet another awesome song from Dave. It's the new Star Wars Land Speeder. Wow, looks like it's floating. The sand people are coming. It's up to Luke Skywalker and his Land Speeder to get us out. Action figures each sold separately. The Land Speeder has a snap open space hatch, and Star Wars action figures R2D2 and C3PO fit right in back. Hurry, they're fancy. Wheels. The force goes with us. Yeah! Kenner's new Star Wars Land Speeder. Action figures each sold separately. Don't you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. The Miss Cleo DNA test. <laughs> I'm solely searching for the father of your baby. Oh. It's the one that's very unpleasant, okay? Okay. Um, and he's also the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Yes, he did. Yep, that's him. That's the daddy. The cards can reveal things that you will never see by yourself. Call me now for your free tarot reading. In a galaxy far, far away, you are needed as a rebel pilot. 
become one in the Return of the Jedi Death Star Battle Home video game. Your mission, fly Millennium Falcon through enemy force field while battling TIE interceptors. Ultimately penetrate and destroy the Death Star before its completion. But beware, the Death Ray can stop you. Time is running out. Save the Rebels. Play Return of the Jedi Death Star Battle from Parker Brothers. If you can stand the pressure. I think we just might open every show from now on with that song. <laughs> that that the part suffer and suck a tash. <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the, some funny shit, man. <laughs> and at the end, <laughs> I don't know why, and I know I've mixed the song, so I had to listen to it like however many times it took to mix, but I still expect him to, at the end to say, Your sight's incomplete. <laughs> and I know he doesn't, but I always expect it. I don't know why. So. What is what is that song? What is he? What is he? Pay? I know the song. I can't place it though. Oh, you know it's 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 an Elton John song. Uh, okay. Uh, he was singing it like uh, like the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I put in oh. I won't tell you what I typed in because that makes you sound like an idiot. (laughs) Step into Christmas. Step into Christmas. I didn't even know that song until he sent this. It's like, like, uh, he sounds like Michael McDonald. Yeah. Another awesome song by Dave. And oh yeah, he does it again. Yeah. And there's another crappy one for me coming up anyway well let's turn to voicemails here we got another voicemail to play this one is from barry hey guys uh just wanted to wish you and all my fellow star wars fans a merry christmas this is barry in west michigan uh quick story about uh 83 i got the uh job of the up place up and uh, I, mean, I was excited to have it. It was fun and everything, but it was the one where he's on top. Yeah, I used to have him on top of the trap door, and also the trap door, they, they flipped up instead of down. And I remember spending the rest of my Christmas break, break trying to figure out how to reverse them so they would fall down. And I made a little platform for Java and all this all set up and everything. And uh, for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out. I finally had this one set up, set up with a bunch of uh, 
rubber bands and stuff. And I thought I had it all set. I had Luke standing on there. I hit the button, and it blew up. And for this day, I still can't find my slaves' crumb. But, hey, life goes on. But Merry Christmas to you guys. Enjoy the show, and uh, keep it up. Thanks. Well, thank you, Barry. Thank you, Barry. Life does go on, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure you could get a salacious crumb on eBay. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe the one I just bought was Barry's. Oh. Give it back to him. Well, we did get a direct email, and this is from Andre, who's been a listener for quite a while as well. We all know Andre on Facebook. And he wrote, a few years ago, like 2005 to 2007, I'm not sure when. Anyway, I got a bunch of Star Wars stuff that year, like Legos, action figures, and clothes. But the one that was my favorite was a green Star Wars lightsaber. It was one of those plastic ones that was plain. It didn't light up, but it was still awesome. My brother got a red one, so we decided to fight. My mom was trying to stop us because she she said we could break something. My brother and I said that we'd be fine and wouldn't break anything. With our smart minds, we decided to fight by the Christmas tree. As we fought, we hit one of the ornaments, which fell and broke. He starts to try and act tough and swing the lightsaber harder at me. Well, he almost hits our dog, and when he tries to hit me, he misses and hits our desk. His lightsaber gets scratches all over it, and he complains. Mine was perfect. He asked if he could have mine, and of course, I said no. That's my best Star Wars holiday memory. I hope you all at Star Wars in character and to the fans of them, a Merry Christmas. Keep up the great work, Swick. Well, thank you, Andre. I did not have a brother, but in the later years, my sister and I pulled the same kind of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in some sort of like, some sort of speech about responsibility and taking care and watching what you're doing from our parents. Is that I bet you probably got in the end of this too that we just didn't hear in the story. But yeah. did your brother ever ever chase you down after Kung Fu Master and beat, <laughs> beat the shit out of you? I don't think so. <laughs> not that you that know. Happened him. to me. Yeah, true, true. That happened to me. It was just last week. Yeah. It was actually Thursday. You're right. No, Bobby, please let me get no. You, you suck, Kung Fu Master, bitch. That's what it was, Kung Fu Master. Yeah. Uh, That's a great game. Good times. Wait, is, is Kung Fu Master the one with the what the the white and the red where he holds out the flag, or is Kung Fu Master the one where you have to go up the steps? Up the steps. Up the steps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. I used to love that game. Yeah. And you, yeah, that's right. You'd. And if you, I, if, you, if you needed a break, you just hold down the joystick and hit kick because no one could get to you while you did that. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. Kung Fu Master in character. Coming soon. You get the guy whose head falls off when you kick it. Yeah. 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 All right. What do we got up next year? Okay. So we got another sketch and song. So this one was written by Dave. This is another part I like about this year's special because I end up usually, not usually, I end up writing the whole thing. And you guys add what you want as we go along but i end up writing the basis of it which is i'm not complaining about again just did not have time this year i started to try to do one and went there's no way i'm gonna do this so i'm happy to see all these other things that you guys wrote and dave wrote this one and actually needed me and wrote me in it and needed me to record lines so it was nice to be a part of someone else's sketch this year so here is that sketch with a little bit more of dave singing Dave, where the hell is this place? Everything in Moss Eisley looks exactly the same. It's like suburban Florida. When you said you wanted to get a holiday drink, you meant this holiday, right? It's right up here, Matt. Take it easy. I gotta get my drink on, like, now. The Matt Daddy needs his medicine. 
You hear what I'm saying? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Cerveza, por favor. Dude, chill out. We're here. Well, what do you think? Chalman's Cantina. This is the best planet Hollywood I have ever seen. Look over there. That's Dysavagon. Isn't she usually with Lax Sivrak? She's sitting with some other creature. Yeah, she used to be, but now he seems to have disappeared. I haven't seen him since 1997, and now she's with Ketwall. That's a stupid change. Tell me about it. Holy shit. Don't look, but the Tanaka sisters are right over there. Oh, yeah. But they're Tim's. Better stay away. They only put out for him. He told me that when the three of them get together, it's called a Tim's sandwich with extra mayo. Gross. With a pickle. Ah, stop it. Do you know where I can get some smokes in here? No, but I bet Danik Jericho will give you a toke on his hookah. He's at the bar. But I gotta warn you, he's gonna try to suck you. Well, don't mind if I do. Your brain, pumpkin. He'll suck your brain out. Oh, ha. Hey, check out Dr. Everson over there. Hey, nice face, jackass. Looks like he caught on fire and Muftak put it out with a baseball cleat. What are you a doctor of anyway? Sure as hell is a dermatology. <laughs> what is your problem? I'm thirsty, yo. Matt needs drinky. Wait a second. Is that Boshek? That dickhead owes me five credits. Hey, sideburns. Yeah, you. Kessel run record my ass. Pay up, bitch. Jesus. You're right. You do need a drink. Let me get the bartender. Here he comes. Anything about this guy? The Chowman Cantina bartender is a man called War. His life revolves around one desire to make a fine liqueur. He tinkers in the basement right next to his bed. The one ingredient he was missing was that bastard Greedo's head. He's not the friendliest bartender you will ever find Specifically, he hates steroids, he doesn't serve their kind There is no bigger pussy you'll find from near and far As soon as there is any trouble, Ward dies behind the bar You know what? This place sucks. Let's bounce. Where do you want to go? How about Java's Palace? I think Yarna Del Gargan's dancing tonight. I got some singles to put between her boobs and her boobs and her boobs. Hells yeah! Let's go! That was good. That was good. You like the boobs, good right? Good work. <laughs> boobs and boobs and boobs. Boobs and her boobs and her boobs. <laughs> well, we are, it looks like in my notes, up to another one of our stories. So, Chris, you're up next. Yes, and we all know how great my memory is, right? Oh, Lord, that's <laughs> right. I didn't even think of that doing this special. But I actually made a phone call. I made a phone call to my mom. Oh, okay. Um, because she has a good memory when you know when she 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 wants one, wants to have one. <laughs> um, she actually used to work Tim at, at the Q Mart, which I always mentioned at the toy department, and she, you know she always would bring me home an action figure every week, every other week, and whatnot. She she really knew I loved Star Wars. Now here's here's the here's the the big story here. 
one Christmas morning, I remember coming out to the tree and my mom and dad are there and my brother's there. You know, we're all opening gifts and there's one with my name on it and it said Chris. And I was pissed because it was the exact, it was, it had the same body as the Darth Vader carrying case. And I already had that. So the whole time I'm looking at it saying, why, why, why do I get this? I already have this. I'm like mad. I'm like, it's probably, I don't know, 11, 12, 13. I'm like thinking, ah, I already got this. I don't want this one, right? So the whole time I'm, I'm sitting there angry. I'm opening up other crap, underwear, socks, whatever. I finally open it up, not knowing that she got me the C-3PO carrying case. Uh-huh. I knew... I knew nothing about it. I didn't have the, the internet or, or, or Facebook back then. Nothing. So I didn't know about it. And she told me this. She, I don't know. She remembers this verbatim, which is kind of weird. She, now my mother said this. So don't be mad at me, fans. All right. She said, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I bought you the gay carrying case. <laughs> and, and I was... Oh. And, and you're knew, like you know me well, mom. I, I knew what she meant. She's like, well, isn't that the um, the uh, the the gay droid like like three PC three PCO? See, she never could get any names right. And I said, yes, mom, thank you. And it's a short story, but I remember her saying, "I got you the the gay one." So even back then, I guess people thought that his character was a little bit on the on the flamboyant side. Let's say on the flamboyant <laughs> side, yes. <laughs> But I remember just being so angry. It was the same, you know, shaped case, but I didn't put two and two together. I opened it and I was happy to get my my gay gold droid case. <laughs> you brought it up to your room, shut the door, <laughs> shut the door, and my way and with I, it. And I come you up had here. your way with it. I have. I still have the scar on my penis. That thing was but, a bitch to open. Those were <laughs> yes. Those were were hard things to open as hell. And I hate when mine never did. But I know a lot of them out there. The 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 snaps broke off. Oh really? yeah, yeah. And and there's there's still a place up here in Allentown that has a bunch of them for sale, like you know, all intact and everything. So I'm trying to picture the the store that your mom worked at. Was it the was it the one that was there for years and years and years? Yeah, she used to work at this. She used to work at the toy store, <laughs> and supposedly, like like she was pregnant. I guess with me for a while, then she had me and then went back back to work for a while and then, then she finally quit. She was breathing in Q-Mart air while you were being maturated. <laughs> Maybe maturated. <laughs> Maybe that's why like a part of me, little tiny part of me likes the Q-Mart. Oh, I'm surprised you turned out as well as you did now knowing that. <laughs> well, my, my parents ran uh, a, a shop there too for a little while for about, for about two or three years. You're only helping my argument, Tim. <laughs> yeah, they, they ran a uh, a spice and coffee shop that's that was over by one of the butcher places. Now it's like a t-shirt area, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm trying was I'm trying to think. It was here's the one that always had that the the blow up sex doll that was in the one case for years. I don't know. <laughs> I am not. I'm not sure. I don't think I, I don't really remember the um, store. I remember her bringing home a figure. Uh, you know, she. I got you this this black dude or i got you this white thing like she never knew who it was she was yeah. something the the one i'm the one i'm thinking of was there for years and years and years but like you're getting like real star wars toys like that one was always said just like cheap knockoff toys and gimmick stuff so maybe i'm thinking of a different a different shop maybe maybe that's why years later when i was 10 or 11 i went back to a little 
tiny little little stand. I still don't know what this means. <laughs> Why couldn't you tell that story? Because <laughs> I don't think that's very Christmassy. <laughs> oh, well, you're. But it's very Chrissy. It, it, it very is. There is there is some. Let it, let it snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awful. We're about Bingo. to play your song, and you're worried about their story not being Christmassy. Oh. <laughs> Get ready for this music. So Chris's song. So hold on now. If you if you were even to, remotely uh, offended by Chris's story, then you, <laughs> hold on now because here's Chris's song. So <laughs> here's Chris with all I want. Especially some yappy droid And I don't care if he speaks bocce Or can lance my hemorrhoid A sexy and all dressed in silk Let me taste her sweet blue milk One who I can screw All I want for Christmas is Caressing her leathery skin Drink champagne and eat some oysters Bend her over and form her moisture Fill her up with goo All I want for Christmas is Both gotten old. I've been using my foresight. Obi-Wan hunts such a cockblock. He brought the little wine, or I should give him a shot. And I gotta get my hands on her Santa's now. I don't want a lot for Christmas. I'm like a great dragon in heat. Come on, pretty baby. Grab your chat lips around my meat. Parts down there from this dry Tatooine air. Better get some lube. All I want for Christmas is brew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't have to be laughed. That's awful. <laughs> This is like the, the most offensive song I've ever heard. <laughs> Bender over and farmer voice. Yeah, that's the line. I was like, oh man, I was. This was one you of the opening we, songs. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna move this down the list a little. We don't want to <laughs> let everyone turn off the show five minutes into it. <laughs> and I had, I, I had that, I had that sore throat still. And I, I'm not, I'm the terrible singer. Dave's great. And then you hear me, and it's just like so funny. I, it wasn't bad. No, wasn't I, bad. You, you you were able to hold the tune. I, well, you know, it's it's a hard song. Dave was right. It's so fast and it never stops. And I couldn't. I remember. I remember as I sat here sweating bullets, <laughs> like singing this thing. I'm like, oh, I'm out of breath. I'm like, I gotta take a little break. I, yeah, Matt has it. Matt probably has it, the unedited one. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, am I putting in, a, in a little blooper son? reel at the end of this? Actually, that's a good idea. I think I am going to put a little blooper reel at the end of this because we don't have a post-credit song this year, so uh, that, that blooper might be good. <laughs> and your son and daughter were helping you sing that song. <laughs> I, I made sure. I said, you guys got to go to bed. I got to record a song. <laughs> go to bed? <laughs> well, your house isn't that big. They could have heard that. Yeah, they that's- heard you say bender over and form a part of Fill her up with goo. And <laughs> what's weird is that Dave actually the first night on the Armor Project night, he actually was here and he he, he was cracking up and he filmed part of it. Oh, he did. Aww. I think I think his phone wasn't working and he couldn't find it. No, oh. I know, I know, I know. Oh, maybe he has it somewhere out there. Dave, if you have that, get that to me or put it on Facebook. For, either way, <laughs> just get it out to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Da- I just picture you just. Dancing the hell out of that song. Were you moving at all? Or are you just sitting there at the table? <laughs> you're, you're, you, you know me well. I actually, I, I was sitting down, but I was bobbing. You're doing down. both. Okay, nice. <laughs> and my, 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 my hands were going fill her up with goo. <laughs> I was like, like raising my hand, like Mariah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes, that was great. I, I have a feeling that you're going to make an appearance on next year's top 10 special once the voting starts. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, apologies to this next set of callers that have to follow that act, but we got to move <laughs> yeah. on with the show. So we got a couple friends here from the, uh, well, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to say anymore. I'm going to let them speak for themselves. So here's the first one. Hey, guys, this is Jeff from Marvin Dog Media, home to Bantam Banter, a Star Wars chat show talking to us with Taylor and Jeff and the pilot episode. And I'd like to share with you my favorite Star Wars Christmas memory. Uh, this f- comes from the year 1982, and that was the year that I found out that not everybody gets quite as excited about Star Wars toys as I do. Uh, I'd gotten for Christmas that year the Rebel Armored Snowspeeder from Kenner, uh, or as my friend JJ called it, the Rebel Omelette Snowspeeder. Still can't figure that one out, but he couldn't say armored. And uh, if you remember, when you get that toy, if you pressed a button on it, the guns would would fire, would light up, and would, would uh, alternate back and forth, you know, moving forward back and forth, and uh, made this really cool noise. And I thought, oh man, that's awesome. And it was, you know, probably three or four in the morning, uh, Santa Claus had left this for me, and he always left my toys ready to play with, which I can't believe that that didn't change after this year. So I was just so excited to show this to uh, my, my parents. I couldn't believe they were still asleep, so I went to wake them up and tell them all about my toys. And I run in there flying it, and I I said, I poked my mom and said, hey, mom, hey, mom. She woke up and she said, yeah, yeah. I said, look what I got. She's like, oh, that's neat. I said, yeah, watch this. And I hit the button. And my mom, bless her heart, just smiled and said, that's that's nice. That's really cool. Uh, you should go back in the living room and play that, play with that. And uh, about this time, my dad had awoken from his slumber, um, which his snoring would, would uh, wake the dead. So I can't believe he actually heard anything. But he rolls over. And I said, hey, Dad, look. And I couldn't even get the word look out before he said, your mom said, go back to the living room. I'm saying go back to bed. And it made it very clear that if I didn't do one or the other, I wouldn't have my Rebel Armored Snowspeeder very very long. So uh, I went back into the living room and played with the rest of the toys that I'd gotten that year, most of them Star Wars. And uh, that's why... Christmas and Star Wars have always held a special connection for me. And so I'm so glad that you guys do these Christmas episodes. Thank you for doing them. They're a lot of fun for me. Um, I 
have always said, if I ever become a celebrity, I want to bring back the celebrity holiday special. Uh, and uh, you guys are doing it for me, and it's just a lot of fun. So thank you for doing it, and I can't wait to hear this year's. Merry Christmas, everybody, and may the force be with you. Well, thank you, Jeff, and that that song was for you for wanting to hear these specials. Unfortunately, Jeff won't listen to his his uh, his his message because he'll hear Chris's song and get so offended he'll <laughs> press stop and throw his his iPhone out the window and say "fuck this shit." <laughs> well, it would have been great because Jeff, uh, if, if for those who have never listened to. Uh, Talking Toys. I highly recommend it, by the way, because yep, there's a do. lot of Star Wars episodes. But Jeff always opens the the shows with a, like a personal memory, and he always has this music playing underneath. And I thought it would have been funny if we somehow got that music and played oh. underneath his speech. Ah, I will do my best. Chris, you still there? You're dead. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I, I love Jeff. He really is a cool guy, and and I love the um banter ones. Fantastic, and I'm I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for you know. I'll be on anytime you want <laughs> for your invitation. Chris, to Chris any wants show. to be a guest on any podcast, any podcast, even my own. You know, I think you're gonna be on one <laughs> though soon, aren't you? Yes, um, Scott, Scott, Cherry, Cherry. right? Is that yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. He, he asked me a while ago, and I said, "Name it. I'm there." So I'm coming on a podcast. Never heard from him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> true. All right, we got another recording from a listener here. I'll play right now. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Star Wars in character. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was recently informed and told about your show by a friend of mine, Dr. Bill Robinson, from Back to the Bins and on the Two True Freaks. And uh, he recently bid on something on your your Atma auction. I'm sorry, I did not know about it at the time, or I would have... Uh, Highly driven up all the bidding for the, the Predator pieces and uh, and such and whatnot. Although, I don't know, Maria might have not let me bid on anything. She could be a big party pooper. Anyway, I just want to say Merry Christmas to all of you. And I have started to listen to the shows. They're very funny. They may laugh. Uh, Chris really makes me laugh. I think he's wetting himself. And Tim, Tim, uh, all the way down to the flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying there, my man. And uh, and Matt, you keep up the fine work, my man. And uh, that's the other one. The, the one that doesn't want to be there. Oh, no, Dave. Yeah, Dave wants to be there. Ah, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was making the jokes and stuff. You know what I mean. Anyway, I'm hoping that uh, once you have used up all of your uh, Star Wars characters, you would think of doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger character. Uh, the, the great characters like, uh, like uh, the, me, of course. Uh, who else is there? So I will keep listening. And uh, Willowhood, Willowhood, he's the fucking man. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I love Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Arnold. Thank you, Arnold. Yeah, I didn't know Arnold was a listener. That's awesome. That was, of course, nice. I begun. <laughs> that was, if you didn't get the hints in there, that was uh, Bill Robinson from Two True Freaks and Back to the Bins and Anime Freaks, and he's been a big supporter of Swick well before I even really got to know the guys at Two True Freaks. So that's that's cool that he came to represent their network as well in our Christmas spectacular because I've enjoyed the work we have been doing them with them this year and hope we do even more next year. Well, let's see. Next up, okay. I'll get this out of the way. I, I, I hate singing so much, guys. I just want to get that out of here. Get that out before this. When we had discussed what we're going to do for this year's special, and it looked like we're going to go 
and do a kind of a variety type special, I thought, well, what's something that we haven't had before that I can do? Because we don't have a story. It doesn't have to make sense. I thought, well, I'll do my best at doing an old classic Christmas crooner. And I was trying to do a cross between like Bing Crosby and Dean Martin. I think I got Hank Hill when I was done. <laughs> but I tried. So here's my crooner sketch and song for this year's special. There. All done decorating. That is one fine looking Christmas tree. There's only one thing that can make it better. Switching on these lights. Here we go. One. Two, three. Ah, there it is. Now that just says Christmas, doesn't it? Boy, oh boy, does it ever. Oh, hold on now. What's this? One of these Christmas lights have gone plumb out, and it's Christmas Eve. Who in the world could I get to fix these lights on this of all nights? Well, it wouldn't hurt to look in the old penny saver. Nope. No? No? Oh, wait. What's this? Lay's Lay's owner, but you can call me Fixer. I'll fix anything once, day or night, any time of year. Well, surely he doesn't mean on Christmas Eve. Oh, wait. Right here it says, even on Christmas Eve. Well, I just might have to give this young fellow a call. Uh, hello? Uh, yes. Well, yeah. See, one of the lights on my Christmas tree is out, and I was hoping you could... Hello? Hello? Well, now, who could that be? Well, hey there, fella. You're the guy in that ad. You sure are anxious to get to work, aren't you? Well, come on in. Tree's right there. Just do whatever you need to do. Wow, that seems like a lot of tools for a little old Christmas tree, bulb. Well, that seems uh, a little unnecessary, but uh, you're the professional. Maybe I'll just stand over here and sing a little song while you do your magic. There's a guy in my house who's named Fixer, and he's fixing my Christmas decor. What's his work all about? There was just one light out Now it seems to have broke three more Now he's pulled out a large metal cleaver That's a tool I would never have tried I'm not sure that's the best thing Cause now he gave it a swing And it seems all the lights have died Now I see that you put out your laser gun is that the right one to get the job done? And I don't want to go out and point any blame But my tree is now all in flames Now the walls of my house are on fire We should leave before the roof grudges down we Call the firemen before it spreads again Too late it spread to the whole damn town now the blaze has spread through the whole county Everyone has run for the hills There's nothing left to be found The country's burnt to the ground Thanks to Fixer and his horrible skills 
And that's one big reason I wish Dave was here to comment on that song. It did sound a little like Hank Hill. Yeah, hey, I know. Kids, get out there and stop whacking off in my house. More! My tree's on fire! <laughs> See, now that I try to do Hank Hill, I can't do it. Hey, you kids. <laughs> that's as good as your Louis Anderson. well that brings us into our uh, final commercial break here so let's play that and then we will get into the home stretch laser guns test firing really slamming gear from kenner star wars the empire strikes back collection it's new rebel armored snow speeder batteries not included C-3PO and Rebel Soldier action figures each sold separately. We'll get you to safety. The Empire forces. We've got to escape. Snow Speeder has laser guns with sound and light action. Got them. Back to the Rebel base. Rebel Armored Snow Speeder from Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. You have to put it together. Action figures each sold separately. New from Kenner. Stop squirming. This will take care of your sore throat. Trust me. Tastes great. Sucret spray. But sprays don't last long enough. Maximum strength Sucrete spray does. Compare Sucrets to the other leading brand. Only Sucrets has diclonine for longer-lasting relief of sore throat pain. Sucrete spray lasts twice as long. Trust me? I still feel great. Maximum strength Sucrete spray lasts twice as long. Mom, I got football today. Not with that cold. More puffs? Wow, a Star Wars box. Oh, dear. C-3PO, what do you do to? They're here. Between ourselves, we appear to be lost. Come along, Arthur. Puffs cheering up, honey? Yeah, thanks, Mom. I can't wait to sneeze again. Only Puffs, the softest tissue, has the new Empire Strikes Back box. So let Puffs be with you every time you sneeze. Looking forward to sneezing again. I can't wait, <laughs> I can't wait to sneeze again. Yeah. And there's no way that kid's in football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are into the final stretch here. We got some, we got a voicemail, a couple calls, and of course, some songs and Dave's memory. We'll start off here with a recording from Seth. Hey, Dave, Matt, Chris, and Tim. Merry Christmas to you. I'm waiting for the Star Wars Christmas special. I've been spreading Life Day news around work this year. And uh, my story focuses on the anxiety I used to have when I would sleep at night uh, as a little as a little kid, and um, I used to be afraid of Dracula because um, I saw like the original um, Bela Lugosi Dracula with his menacing eyes, and he would capture me, and uh, I would just be afraid. So I would pull the covers over my head so um, he couldn't look into my eyes and. Uh, he can bite me on the neck. So that worked for him. So then uh, later, um, probably that year or maybe after that, uh, my parents and I saw the movie uh, have Star Wars, saw Star Wars on network TV. I think it was the first time it was on, at least in Florida at the time. And, um, you know, it was awesome. We recorded it. Couldn't stay up to watch the whole thing, I think, that night. But uh, we ended up watching the rest of it. And it was really cool. So, uh, uh, I think that Christmas, my parents got us a, um, uh, Star Wars, obviously, toys and stuff, but, uh, my older brother got the Millennium Falcon, which I couldn't pronounce to save my life, and, uh, I got the X-Wing, but we also both got, 
um, Darth Vader carrying cases that were uh, probably had like a dozen Kenner figures in them. I think we had both types of Han, um, you know, the Hoth one and then the uh, the regular one, the, his usual attire. But also we had Chewbacca and uh, C-3PO. I think the, the pretty much the core characters were in there with some oddities here and there. But uh, these cases were big. They were like a foot long. So at night, I could see the Darth Vader's head, like, looking at me. It pretty much looked like a life-size head um, on the ground looking at me. And I remember my brother telling me that, um, wait, his eyes are red when, he, when we were watching the movie. His eyes are red. His eyes are red. So, sure enough, they were red in the movie. And then uh, at night... I would, all I can think about is that Darth Vader head staring at me with those red eyes, and I couldn't figure out a way to escape it, so I just did what I usually do, just pull the covers over my head and hope he doesn't force choke me. Anyway, looking forward to the, to the, um, to the special you guys are releasing, and uh, should be jamming out soon. Merry Christmas, guys. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It always cracks me up how even, like, it's mostly, no offense towards him, um, not Tim with him, girls. Most it's funny how people think you if you bring over a blanket over your head and neck, You're nothing safe? can get you. Yeah. <laughs> you I know used, what I mean? I used I'm to do safe. that to protect myself from the slee stack that I thought were in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I find that adorably cute. Yeah. I still do it. But then my wife's there in the morning. <laughs> oh, That's horrible. Horrible. Uh, all right, we got. You think, you think if you pull it over your head and say, "Wife, wife, go away! Wife, wife, go away! Wife, wife, go away!" <laughs> Fuck! It didn't work. <laughs> Shaman owes me ten. Mu- give, give my ten bucks back, bitch. Oh man! <laughs> All right, we got another song from Dave here, and this uh, subject matter was what I originally was going to do my crooner song to, but I had trouble with the lyrics, and uh, while all of a sudden it was in the middle of writing it, Dave sent this, and I'm glad he did because this is much better than what I would have come up with. So I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to let it play out, and I think everyone's going to enjoy this one. Man, I'm tired of reading all these comments on Facebook busting my onions about the tree octopus. Nobody believes me, but I know it's real. It's totes bringing me down. And it's even worse because it's Christmas time. It makes me want to sing an impromptu song. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. How lovely are your suckers. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Stop teasing me, you fuckers. Some think that you do not exist. And that gets me extremely pissed. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Wie schon sind deine Tentacken. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. You are sadly endangered. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. Oh, Christmas tree octopus. No creature is more stranger. You climb the trees of the Pacific Northwest Some compare you to the monster from Loch Ness Oh, Christmas tree octopus, oh, Christmas tree octopus So much better than Bigfoot 
I just wish everyone else knew what I know is true in my heart of hearts, that you are a noble and majestic animal, worthy of the world's utmost respect and admiration. Tree Octopus, I love you. Merry Christmas, Dave! Sweet, fancy Moses, it's the Christmas Tree Octopus. Where did you come from? Well, just like Santa comes down the chimney, I magically appear under the Christmas trees of I would truly believe. Awesome sauce. But doesn't it bother you that most people think that you're something that doesn't exist? Like Jake Lloyd's acting career, a Star Wars in character entry on Wikipedia, or Tim's sex life? No, it's the true believers like you that keep the pride of the Pacific Northwest tree octopus in the public eye and help us to survive as a species. And that's why I'm here, Dave. I have a present for you. Here it is. Oh, it's my very own tree octopus. Thanks, Christmas tree octopus. You're welcome. And Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, that's so, much better than what I was doing. Is the tree octopus a slave trader? A slave trader. I don't get it. Like the tree oh, octopus just gave he, him yeah. another tree octopus. I get, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I didn't mention it. I love the sound effects of the suffering cup. <laughs> that part just cracks me up every time. Yeah, I played we that. Gotta, we have to we have to do a Star Wars and character tree octopus t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, after I mixed that, I played it for Christy. She lost it after the first suction cup sound. Oh, that yeah. When I heard that, it, it's just that's the best part of this whole episode is that <laughs> suction cups. And you can probably guess. I know you guys know, but uh, anyone listening, that is his son. So we got a new addition to the Christmas spectacular this year. Another performer. I have to make sure he gets included in the end credits. And does not hear Chris's "All I Want." Oh God, no. So what? That, that was that was Dave's son. Yes. Doing the voice. Yes, the tree octopus. What, do you think it was a real oh. tree octopus? <laughs> <laughs> I will be... I want to hear that again. I, he went out, got Lynn Craft to come in. Okay. I know. I thought it was Christy. A hundred Oh, really? I swear to God, I swear that was her doing a voice. Nope. That's his son. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to play that again later on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was really good. That was mind blown. All right, we got a couple more things to go through here. We got another call, or yeah, I'm sorry, another uh, mess uh, recording from Wade. So let's hear what Wade has to say about his Star Wars Christmas memory. I fucking love Star Wars in character. It's my favorite show. My girlfriend thinks that Dave is cute. She likes to suck his toes. Oh, <laughs> uh, g'day guys. Wade from Brisbane, Australia. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and congratulations on another incredible art more auction. What an amazing result. Uh, a bunch of kids are going to be having a Star Warsy Christmas thanks to all of your hard work. Uh, I'd like to give uh, just a quick shout out to the Facebook community. Um, you guys have uh, cracked me up all year. What a, what a great bunch of intelligent folks who are passionate about Star Wars but don't take themselves too seriously. They're my kind of people. Uh, so everyone, like, have a, a safe and Merry Christmas. Strap in for 2015 and the biggest Star Wars event of our lifetime, the Captain Nita episode. All right, take it easy, everyone. Bye-bye. I want him to read me a book every night before bed. <laughs> you like that accent? Oh, that accent just turns me on. Yeah, that was an awesome recording when I first played that. I laughed and missed half of what he said after the song. 
after the second Would you, could part. you in a moat? Would you, could you in a moat? So, would you eat green eggs and ham? I think I think Dave should should send him some some photos of his toes. Oh jeez, <laughs> that was to his girlfriend. Yeah, his wife or girlfriend? I think he said girlfriend. I forgot. So right. then he can sh- he can show him to her, and hey, you never know. <laughs> what would, what he should do is he should make a mold of his feet yeah. and send him as an ice cube tray. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, At first, I was grossed out. Now I get where you're going. Nice. Hey everyone, this is the Matt Spirit of Christmas special post-production present, I guess. Anyway, uh, we got a couple more recordings here that didn't make it into the special. One was because I I just forgot to load it with all the rushing around to get done. I forgot to load a voicemail from a loyal listener and Art Moore project supporter named Dan, and I wanted to make sure we got it in this special. So here is that call from Dan right now. Chennai, Chennai. Hey, Star Wars in character, this is Dano from Leicester, Pennsylvania. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, collector, and listen to numerous Star Wars podcasts. I work two full-time jobs, so they really help me get through the day. Uh, Star Wars in character being my absolute favorite. I'm on my fourth time listening to all the episodes and love everyone, except for Quinlan Boss. He's the man. You guys really screwed the pooch on that one. Um, my favorite Star Wars holiday moment happened, uh, this week during the Artmore auction. Uh, my parents were going to buy me a Power of the Force 2, uh, Toys R Us case I've had my eyes on for a few months. Uh, but during Thanksgiving dinner, I told my family about the project and how it benefits Toys for Tots, uh, partially in the greater Philly area, uh, which is near us and where my sister lives. So they love that aspect of it, as do I, and agreed, uh, if I could get one for same price or cheaper than the case, they'd go ahead and get me that instead. Uh, so I took a look at all the pieces and uh, picked out about five or so that I was hoping would fall in my price range and listened to last year's auction and the dentist chair. You guys uh, helped me get through that one, too. And uh, I compared the prices and uh, estimated what I thought this year's uh, pieces I was interested in were going to go for. And I sort of came to the realization that I probably wasn't going to be able to afford one. Uh, so I didn't bother calling off of work, but I registered for the auction just in case. Uh, I'm a cook, bartender, server, and I was cooking the night of the auction. Um, come, come time the auction started, I was closing up and doing dishes and sort of comfortably keeping an eye on the auction. Um, and uh, I, I began uh, realizing that, hey, I might actually be able to get one of these pieces and got pretty excited. Uh, and that's when uh, Mike Davis's um, Django Camino piece came up. Uh, and right as the bidding started, I got called up to the front. We had about 10 people walk in, and I had to hop on the grill and start cooking cheesecakes and burgers. So I was running around uh, doing that and took a look down at my phone and saw that the bidding was at 60 bucks. So I figured I'd put a bid in and make sure everything was working and, and went back to chopping up cheesesteaks like a madman. And uh, about 30 seconds later, I looked down and it said, sold, you won. Uh, and I can honestly tell you guys that it was the happiest that I've been in months. Uh, you know, not only uh, did the money go towards a good cause, but uh, I have a new centerpiece to my collection. It'll be hanging right next to my uh, preliminary cover art from the original uh, Marvel Comics from 78. And uh, you brought a lot of joy uh, to me and the other collectors as well as uh, all these children. So thank you so much for all that you do, the Artmore Project and the podcast. Uh, I can't tell you how much uh, we as the fans appreciate it. Cheers. 
Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you for sharing that story. I shared that with the other guys too after the recording, and they were all, they really enjoyed the story as well. So, and thank you most of all for your support in this year's Artmore project. Last one here also is Artmore related. It's from one of our two time Artmore project artists and again, longtime listener, Ted Dastic Jr. Hey guys, this is Ted Dastic Jr. Uh, wishing you Merry Christmas. Um, sending this in very late so I'm either uh, too late for the show or I'm really early for the 2015 Christmas special but I wanted to uh, share with you uh, you know my Star Wars Christmas memories I don't have any really specific ones that stand out um, but I will say that it seemed like as long as I can remember every Christmas I've gotten something Star Wars whether you know it was a t-shirt well obviously toys way back when but even you know when star wars was kind of out of the mainstream in like the late 80s and early 90s um i always got a t-shirt a poster something from some member of my family uh i do remember one year my parents you know they got me a bunch of action figures which you know when you wrap those it's really easy to tell that oh yeah this is an action figure but the one year, I didn't think I got any because all I had were just regular clothes boxes. Uh, you know, like, you put clothes in. And uh, it just, you know, I was really bummed out. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, great, I got another set of pajamas. You know, they might have been Star Wars pajamas. But I opened that box, and there was, you know, six to eight Star Wars figures. So uh, my parents were pretty good at tricking me. And I, I think I opened, like, three boxes like that. They were just loaded with action figures so that was pretty cool but yeah even up until i mean now it's much easier I, I just tell people get me something with star wars on it you know every year people ask me and uh you know i, I still get like last year somebody got me a uh, han solo and carbonite business card holder so if it's got star wars on it i love it and everybody that gets me presents is pretty in tune to to knowing that so uh I'm probably one of the easiest people to shop for, especially now that Star Wars is so prevalent everywhere you go. Uh, so I guess that's about it. Uh, Merry Christmas to all, and uh, take care. See you later. Me again. Just uh, forgot to say congrats on hitting 10,000 again in the Artmore project. Woohoo! Go Artmore. See ya. Well, thank you as well, Ted, for calling in and sharing that story. And thank you again for participating in this year's Artmore Project and hopefully again in the future and for many more to come. Well, that is it. I think these are all the recordings now. Apologies to both of you for leaving it out in the initial recording, but we got them in the, in the end. And now let's get back to the regular recording as the spirit of Christmas production, whatever you want to call it, fades away. All right, well, we do have one more story to tell between the four of us on the show, and that is Dave's story. And Dave put it in poem form. So here is that recording of Dave's Christmas, Star Wars Christmas memory. "'Twas the week before Christmas, and all through my home, a seven-year-old me snooped for presents when alone. Preparations were made as they were in past years, selected my wish list from that big book from Sears. No football, no board games, no new baseball bat. 
All choices were Star Wars, especially the AT-AT. It was huge, it was awesome, with cannons that fired. A toy that of which I would never grow tired. An obstacle, though, was certainly the price. For something that expensive, I'd have to be extra nice. But with one week to go, the searching began. My devious self came up with a plan. Monday search closets, Tuesday under beds. My parents should catch me, I'd rather be dead. Wednesday the attic, Thursday the shelves. For a job well done hiding, they'd be proud of themselves. I searched like a bloodhound in pursuit of some clues, but with each passing day, I was getting the blues. Found PJs, some undies, a few games for Atari, no ad at. For this, I was feeling quite sorry. But the quest, it continued. Nothing stood in my way of finding the toy with which I wanted to play. For a moment, I stopped from the snooping of toys to peruse the discovery of my brother's Playboys. By Friday, though, no ADAT was found, and a seven-year-old me just sat and frowned. For the next day was Christmas, and it wasn't there. I'd get other presents, but I didn't care. The ADAT, you see, was the piece de resistance, and sometimes a boy doesn't get what he wants. And that was okay, because I got a lot of toys in my life, while others had not. And so the next morning, I came down the steps and saw a huge box, and I nearly wept. Could that be it? Is that what I'm seeing? And I wished for it again with every part of my being. I tore open the presents and saved it for last, ripped through like a hurricane moving so fast. I opened Hulk PJs and striped knee-high socks, never once for a minute took my eyes off that box. And then it was time. The moment was here. With one tear of paper, my eyes started to tear. They caught it, and I froze in shock on the rug then ran to my mom and gave her a hug. Merry Christmas, dear David. And she gave me a pat. We hope you enjoy your brand new AT-AT. Oh my God. Yeah, isn't that great? It's good stuff. Yep. God. That, uh, yeah, that is a great story, Dave. And I do wish you were, you were here for this recording, but thank you so much for taking the time to... It was, sure that. God damn you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. I'm so glad we didn't use this to follow up Chris's song. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm glad Dave isn't here to to look at me me um weep wept. Uh, that was that was great, Dave. Yes. Where's where, where's my tissues, you fucker? <laughs> it's at the Q Mart. <laughs> now here's John Davidson and Olivia Newton John with I didn't know you're Australian until I stuck it in you. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how to come out of this. <coughs> Just play all I want. A second <laughs> okay. Time. Well, Ooh. all I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah We're go. just about ready to wrap up. But as the late great Steve Jobs used to always say, there's one more thing, and I don't think we can have a Christmas spectacular of any form without a song to our beloved hero, Will Rowhood. And this year, I wanted to try to do something big. I don't try to top of the songs. Not at all. I just want to do something different, I should say. Not big, different. And as a addition to this, my wife, I told her I need her to sing a song. And she's like, can I sing as myself? Because all prior to this, she's always sang as a character. She sang as Queen Amidala. She sang as Tian Tyler. She did sing as herself at, at the Let It Snow song, but she did this one before. So I was like, okay, you want to sing as yourself? Let's see what you can do with this. So it's a song that I can't stand. <laughs> it's a song that I think has drove most of the adult community in the United States, if not the world, nuts. But 
being converted to a Wilra Hood song, I think it's something we might be able to stomach. So we'll play it now and let the listeners be the judge. Strikes on our city tonight The troops march up and down A new life of fear and tyranny And there's no hope to be found Our rebel friends we protected now Will be known Can't help keep them safe Now we're on our own What's down the hall is that guy in the orange jumpsuit running by He's got the call and names are stored Look at him go It's Willow, it's Willow Running through the corridor It's Willow, it's Willow Throwing out the computer One brave hero runs headfirst into war He's brave and strong and quite handsome Defeats evil without a gun No fight, no mess, no time for fools He rules It's Will Round, it's Will Round Running through the corridor It's Will Round it's Willow Throwing out that computer call He's the man That can save the day In his jumpsuit He runs through the hall And almost knocks Lando to save us all, he'll crash Cloud City right into the ground. I want to be wrapped up inside his big strong hands. Protecting me for life, my hero and my man. He's Willow, he's Willow, he's one with the moon and stars. He's Willow. And it's the wonderful. and the Grammy goes to <laughs> that was really Chris good. Irons for all I want for <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is that. I mean, that is that is a very 
very difficult song to sing. And she pulled it off. Yep. She pulled it off. She did very, 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 very good. That was awesome. I'm very, we, very proud of her. Why do we sound like the voice judges all of a sudden? That's a hard <laughs> song to sing. You don't touch that kind of song, but you were amazing. <laughs> you were amazing. She That was great. And then, I mean... She was that all one take? No, it's a couple takes, but not many. I, again, we just had no time. All everything you heard that has my voice or her voice in it was done this week. It's it's a Wednesday, letting people know. So it was done since Sunday. So in three days. So she uh, she, she was great. Yeah, and uh, mixing it, her recording it, I mean, all done very quickly. And kudos to her for being able to pull it off. Because if I was trying to sing anything like that, I'd it'd be for 2015. Because and if it still <laughs> suck. It was it was great. She she really was fantastic. Yep. Yep, I was happy with that. So that is that is this year's Wilbur Hood song. And that is this year's Christmas variety spectacular. It's something different. Hope you enjoyed it. We certainly worked hard to get the elements in that we know people like. We got the songs, we got a little bit of sketches, and we added some new stuff, and we added some new voices. And particularly uh Dave's son, Christy, and of course no small part to all our listeners that participated without them we wouldn't have had any of this special to really do so i want to thank them i want to thank everyone listening and i certainly want to thank you guys and want to just give the floor to you guys and say whatever you want to whomever you want for this year's holiday uh christy can i please see your left boob (laughs) (laughs) see your boob See your, See your boob. boob. Yes. Next next year's song. See your boob. Write it. Sing it. Do it. Show me the left. Then show, show me, me the, the right. right. All of a sudden, my pants got so tight. Uh, yeah. Matt, Matt's right. It's all for the fans. We do it for the fans. We love you guys. We try to, you know, make you guys laugh. That's what we're here for. We don't take us, ourselves any, you know, seriously. But thank you for listening. We love doing it. We have a good time. Yeah, uh, just yeah. Thank you, everyone. I, you guys all pretty much just said all said all the stuff I would say. Just thank you to everybody. Thank you to Dave who wasn't here. Thank you to Christy who is here in spirit uh, <laughs> through her her awesome song and, and her assistance in the show. Thank you to everybody that uh, that uh, sent in uh, letters and voicemails and even the people that didn't send in letters and voicemails anybody that downloads this this out this album anybody <laughs> that downloads this podcast and tells their friends about it and then their friends download it, and then they go back and listen and they realize how dirty we actually are and then just can't stop listening because nothing is better than a nipple joke <laughs> um, so we want to thank you all i know this is about two hours join us next week for our four-hour new year's eve spectacular that's right yep yeah. we're gonna talk <laughs> even more music 2014 into 2015 yeah. gonna be a lot of balls being dropped on that episode yeah. uh, whatever that means <laughs> just from a soprano like, to, oh, a, to a tenor <laughs> balls and drops all right. So, so thank thank you all. Yep. I want to say thanks to Matt cuz seriously, he he does the cutting, the pasting <laughs> and the printing and all of our stuff. We do all stuff, but we send it to him and then he does the final thing and he makes it a masterpiece. Well, this is what I I love doing these mixes that I did for the not only the songs but the sketches. So, it this is I guess that's what a labor of love is. I I really enjoy that and yeah, I, I I didn't give myself much time to do it. It's, that's the only 
only one to blame is my poor time management. I mean, I'm pretty much doing the entire year's work in one month. I don't know how it happened, but it's my fault. But I still enjoyed doing it every second. I love listening to the, the end result, and I love the stuff you guys give me to work with. So it's been a lot of fun putting together for sure. So I, I, I do enjoy this every year, and I'm really glad when we decided not to do a, a, a full scripted thing that we still managed to do what we did because I still had a lot of fun doing it. And I've said this on our show and every other show I go to, if we're not having fun doing it, it's not worth doing. And this was a lot of fun. So thank you guys just as much. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's, crazy. it's Mary Stiffness, everybody out there. The 2014 Star Wars in Character Christmas Variety Spectacular was written, produced, and performed by the Star Wars in Character panelists, Chris, Matt, Dave, Tim, and Christy. The Star Wars in Character podcast is part of the NewsAs.com Internet Entertainment Network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at NewsAs.com. The Star Wars in Character podcast is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited, 20th Century Fox, or the Walt Disney Company. Star Wars and all Star Wars-related universe, characters, places, and Star Wars-related items are copyright Lucasfilm, the Walt Disney Company, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Follow us on Facebook for all the latest Star Wars and Character podcast news and events at facebook.com slash Star Wars and Character. You just take the best one that you find in there, just and, and you just work your magic. That's all you got to do, man. <coughs> hey, Matt. This is like the. I know this is the first one on this recording. I swear this is like <coughs> seventh time I try to do this. This is like way too fast. The only karaoke track on YouTube. I watch that scene so often that it gave me a blister. Carrie Fisher, Carrie, Carrie. <coughs> <coughs> Shit. He brought the little one, or I should give his a shiner. <laughs> I should give his a shiner. For some reason, these sweet guys didn't invite me again then this year. That's not what it says. Ever since that brat came, I fuck. I can. I can. You're right. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. We're not really in a performance mood tonight. Mode. Shit. A site with so much information for Star Wars fans to run. Shit. <laughs> All right. Starting over. Ever since that brat came, the bedroom has gone cold. And as the years have Past, we both got an old. I've been using my four sock Obi Wan. Fuck. You up, Mary's. Uh, shit. I'm the Scrooge of Cloud City. Mind your business, or you'll get a beatdown, even at Christmas. If anybody trumps a cuss, nah. Shit. When it's dark and you're dizzy, I'll sneak up in from me. Ah, crap. 
Welcome to Stun... <laughs> I was going to try and do it one more time, because it repeats. I'll do it one more time. I should be doing this when I'm drunk. That's the problem. It's 2.52. Welcome to Wikipedia, a source for all your Star Wars needs. Ah, crap, this is the wrong spot in the song. He brought the little water, I should give him a shot, and I gotta get my hands on her sand dunes. No! What? <laughs> that was pretty good. That was better than the other. <coughs> I like that. Now! <laughs> it goes a little something like this. It sounded like Tracy Morgan. No! Damn! Alright. I'm gonna do that all again. I'm starting to sweat. <clears throat> Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess. Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess. Carrie Fisher, you're the only princess for me. That wasn't too bad. I mean, it was bad. But as far as these go, that one wasn't too bad. What's down the hall? Who is that guy in the orange jumpsuit running by? He's got the core where names are stored. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. No, no, sorry, that's, I should have told you there's an extra beat there. It's like, uh, what's, who's down the hall? Who is that guy in the orange jumpsuit running by? So, like that, but not that fucking horrible. There's just one brave hero runs head first. Ah! Who is that guy in the jumpsuit? What's down the hall? Who is that guy in the jumps? To save us all, he'll clash crowns. You guys want to hear these commercials? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Chris, are you drowning in your own phlegm? (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst way to go. Something. Okay, let's do the commercial. You get your maybe you get him some breath here. Oh my god! I'm gonna read it one more time just because it's so much fun to talk like this all day long. Yes, it is. Come on in, would you? It's Christmas. Uh. Merry Christmas! <laughs> all right, we can do it one more time. Okay. And Mac can pick what he thinks is the best, what? or cut you out altogether because he said he wanted to do the voice. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. No, get your tentacle off me. Be careful. I'll make you into. I'll make you into ink. Allow me, my master. <clears throat> Allow me, my master. Allow me, my master. Allow me, my ma- my 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 master. Allow me. Allow me, my. <coughs> All right. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try to do the whole thing again. Is he? I mean, he could probably like cut. He could probably you know, the best parts. He can like grab this part here, put it over here, right? Yeah. Matt, do all the work. Since you do, since you don't do a goddamn thing. That seems like a awful lot of tools for one little light bulb. Damn it, Bobby! 
I don't want a lot for Christmas, especially some yappy. <laughs> Alright, hold on. <laughs> How about Java's Palace? I think Yarna Del Gargan's dancing tonight. I got some singles. I think Yarna Del Gar- I think Yana Del Gargan's. Mm. If anybody tries to come and steal my gas, fa la 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 la, push up, bam bam bam. Alright, just. This is uh, take 14, Matt. Um, I just texted you some stuff and I just did it all using the Skype recorder and then it didn't work. I don't know what happened. And now I'm trying Audacity and then I hit and hello, testing, testing, does this work? I play it back and I hear nothing for 10 minutes. 10 fucking minutes. I'm sitting there going, what the hell? What the hell? I look down and notice that my fucking earphones aren't plugged in. And blew it all to shit. And that's the end of the song for me. You can cut it off there. And I'm stopping recording. <laughs>